I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. After a climate protest, I'm Luke Lukert. Also on WTOP this early morning. A deadline is looming for thousands of D.C. students not caught up on their routine vaccinations. I'm Scott Gelman. A new project is bringing big changes to some area high schools. I'm Shana Stulen. Good morning. Welcome in. 1 o'clock Tuesday morning on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Russia fired cruise missiles into Ukrainian cities early Monday, killing at least 14 people and knocking out power and heat. Parks and even tourist sites were hit. More from CBS's Charlie Dagada. Russian retaliation for blowing up the bridge leading from Russia to Crimea. President Vladimir Putin calling it a terrorist attack, warning of even worse reprisals if it's repeated. The payback sent Ukrainians scrambling for shelter for the first time in months. Residents in Kyiv taking refuge in the city's subways again in fear, but singing folk songs in unity and defiance. Anti-government protests in Iran are now in their fourth week, sparked by the death of 22-year-old Masa Amini in police custody. CBS's Roxana Saberi has more. Despite the risks, resistance is spreading. Hackers interrupted state-run TV with the message, join us and stand up. And more women are breaking the law by casting off their headscarves. One human rights group says at least 185 protesters have been killed by security forces in Iran so far, and that several of the victims are children. A new study is raising questions about the effectiveness of colonoscopies. CBS News chief medical correspondent Dr. John Lepouk takes a closer look. There's a large European study, and over a follow-up period of about 10 years, the people who were offered colonoscopy had an 18% lower risk of getting colorectal cancer, but no difference in dying from it. And that's lower than expected. But only 42% of people offered a colonoscopy actually got it. The people who actually got a colonoscopy had a 31% lower risk of getting colorectal cancer and a 50% lower chance of dying from it. A horticulture teacher in Minnesota has set a new U.S. record for the heaviest pumpkin. Travis Geinger's massive gourd weighed in at 2,560 pounds, breaking a record set just last week. Geinger drove his, drove his prize pumpkin 35 hours to the 49th World Championship pumpkin way off in Half Moon Bay, California. Our spring and our fall is really, really tough, really tough. So to do it in Minnesota, it just shouldn't happen. It's like winning the Tour de France on a big wheel. New Zealand's government is proposing taxing the greenhouse gases that come from emissions from farm animals. It's part of the island nation's plan to fight climate change. The government said the tax would be the first of its kind in the world. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Engineer, ready to take the next step to further your career? Earn your Master's in Engineering from the University of Maryland. World-renowned faculty and state-of-the-art resources in a convenient part-time program with options for learning online or in person. Don't wait to unlock your career potential. 
Learn more at the University of Maryland's Graduate Engineering Open House on November 5th. RSVP at mage.und.edu slash open house. WTOP at 103. Good Tuesday morning, October 11th, 2022. Welcome in this early morning. Clear, not quite as chilly this overnight early morning. Those in the 40s and 50s by Tuesday daybreak. We're back up to 50 at our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along through your Tuesday morning ride. Dopping the local stories we are looking at for you as we head into this Tuesday together. The numbers are apparently clear. In a new study in Virginia, black drivers are stopped by police at rates higher than our whites. White drivers are underrepresented in Virginia traffic stops. Black drivers are overrepresented. Whites comprise more than 64% of the state's driving age population, but they made up 57% of the traffic stops. Black drivers are 19.5% of the state's driving age population, but they were in nearly 31% of the traffic stops. The period analyzed was from July 2021 through March 2022. Hispanic drivers were stopped at disproportionate rates, but to a far lesser extent than blacks. Hispanics comprising nearly 9% of the driving age population made up 9.5% of the traffic stops. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 104 Tuesday morning. Hundreds of guns, including a growing number of ghost guns, have locally been recovered from the streets of Montgomery County so far this year. County Council President Gabe Elwernos provides the latest numbers for us here on WTOP. A total of 918 guns were recovered by the police department the beginning of this year through September 15th, and 148 of those were ghost guns. The number of ghost guns seized is more than double the number recovered all of last year. Ghost guns, we remind, bought online and assembled at home were made illegal in Maryland on June 1st. Meantime, shootings to report in broad daylight. Three teenagers and, uh, and an adult are in the hospital this Tuesday morning after separate shootings Monday morning in northwest D.C., first happening east of Columbia Heights in Parkview around 11 Monday morning. D.C. police say they found two teenage boys shot at Otis Place and Warder Street near the Parkview Recreation Center. Then 30 minutes later, they say they found another teenage boy and a man were shot about a mile away at 14th Street and Columbia Road. All four are in the hospital. This morning, police say they don't think the shootings are related. WTOP News Time, now 106. The Beltway's inner loop saw miles of backups after climate protesters blocked all lanes in Montgomery County Monday morning. WTOP's Luke Lukert with our report this Tuesday and a warning, it includes sounds of car horns. Seven demonstrators were arrested by Maryland State and Montgomery County Police. They blocked in a loop near Colesville Road from about 10.30 to a little after 11. Stopped cars stretched all the way back to Rockville Pike. The WTOP Traffic Center got frantic calls from drivers who thought they would get into a wreck or be late to work during their morning commute. The protest was streamed by news to share, and it's believed that they were part of a climate advocacy group declare emergency. That group also shut down traffic on Friday on I-395 Southeast Freeway for a short time. Luke Luger, WTOP News. And on this, Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albernos is unhappy about the major traffic disruption this Had week. Had there been emergency management personnel trying to get to a fire? Had there been an accident because of the five-mile backup that was caused by as a result of this. So many things could have gone wrong, and uh, we, we just cannot stress enough how important it is to not proceed with these types of activities in our or any community. 
Well, Al Murnau's actually acknowledged climate change is, in fact, a critical issue. He says demonstrations like this one are unacceptable. In July, climate protesters, you'll remember from the same group, blocked traffic for a time in exactly the same spot. Fourteen people were arrested that day. WTOP at 107. If you're like me, you rely on mobile apps to make your life easier. We expect that same convenient experience from government. Hi, I'm Michelle Davis with Red Hat the world's leading provider of open source solutions. Talk to us about how to digitize your agency's services. We'll give your developers everything they need to build, deploy, manage, and scale self-service applications. Digital engagement done well reduces costs and increases satisfaction. Learn more at redhat.com slash gov. Good Tuesday morning, October 11th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 108. Slow or clogged trains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us at the WTOP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Right now, traveling northbound on 123 in Woodbridge, just north of 95, but before the light at Devil's Reach Road, they were cleaning up the crash. At one point, you were squeezing by single file. A serious crash from uh, yesterday evening in the 9 o'clock hour had Horner Road closed between Millwood Drive and Maurice Drive. Traffic being redirected each way as a result of that crash under investigation. 95 southbound just south of U.S. 17 Falmouth as you head into Fredericksburg in the through lanes. Works on blocks the left lane at 3 northbound 95 as you head north of exit 136 Centerport Parkway up toward the exit for Route 630 Stafford. Right in mile, mile marker 138. Uh, single file, a uh, single right lane close to the works, and you get by two lanes to the left. And as of late, delays have been brief. Again, the caution for folks on eastbound 66 as you approach the Beltway. Uh, when you do get by that works and you're getting by single file to the left, looks like they have stopped traffic in that works, and at least on the through lane side, uh, once you do get by, you will get by single file left. And folks exiting onto the outer loop, you squeeze by single file to the right. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team forecasting what should be another couple of really nice days out here for our Tuesday and Wednesday before pretty big storm system moves in on Thursday. But first off, your Tuesday morning starting off on a cool note. You'll need the jackets to step out the front door. It's going to be a little bit of a cool start, but a nice afternoon. High temperatures into the upper 60s to low 70s. We went 73 in the in uh, in the afternoon on your Tuesday. So that's close to mid 70s. On Wednesday, high temperature of 73, few more clouds, and then on Thursday, good chance of rain most of the day. I'm Storm Team Four Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, we are looking at 53 degrees at Tyson's Corner, 52 in Crofton, 53 LaFont Plaza. We are at 50 in Holding in our nation's capital. Can e-smokes really be helpful? We'll talk about that, the pros and cons, coming up next on WTOP, where the time now is 110. Good morning. Since 1943, WEPA has offered life insurance to civilian federal employees. Now, for a limited time, we're offering $100,000 in life insurance coverage. Guaranteed. No medical exams, just your exclusive coverage. Applicants must be under 50 years of age and not already insured with WEPA. Visit waepa.org slash 100k to apply. WEPA. For feds... Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Thank the Lord for the night time. 
You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. We're in the community. Maryland says one person. Bringing you the news that shapes our region. Listen to WTOP on air on the WTOP app and on Alexa. Washington's top news, constantly updated 24-7, 365. You're listening to WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, October 11th, 2022. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us. For the time now is 1-11. On the medical page this morning, there's a lot of evidence e-cigarettes are an effective way, apparently, to help adults stop that smoking. But a group of experts says that positive news has been largely overshadowed by media coverage and policies that focus on the potential risk that vaping represents for teens. Ken Warner, a retired professor and dean emeritus of the University of Michigan School of Public Health, published a paper about this in a recent issue of Health Affairs, along with some of his colleagues. There's a growing body of evidence that e-cigarettes are helping a subset of adult smokers to quit smoking. And that is extremely desirable given that smoking is the cause, of, it's the leading cause of preventable premature death in our society still today. So when we look at the current measures meant to cut down on teenagers vaping, taxes on e-cigarettes, restricting flavors, how is it that those measures actually may be backfiring? Are we sending people, regardless of their age, back to regular cigarettes? Well, we definitely are not sending them back to regular cigarettes because we've seen the rate of smoking among kids plummet. And in point of fact, it has dropped at its fastest rate ever, precisely during the years of the ascendancy of vaping. This is the opposite of what you would expect if you believe that vaping itself was going to cause more smoking. So in that sense, that very real concern among uh, people has proven to be unwarranted. It is also true, however, that there's evidence primarily produced by economists that policy measures that are intended to protect kids may inadvertently do quite the opposite. So where there have been taxes imposed on e-cigarettes to make them as expensive as cigarettes to raise the tax as much as it would be on cigarettes, we've actually seen both kids and adults revert from e-cigarettes to smoking. And I'm not talking about large numbers here, but enough that it gets statistically significant switches from vaping of e-cigarettes to smoking of conventional combustible cigarettes. And it's certainly an undesirable outcome. We have evidence from Several years ago, when states passed laws that restricted e-cigarette purchases to people who were 18 and older, the same as with cigarettes at that time, we saw that there was actually a statistically significant increase in the purchase of cigarettes by youth. So many of these policies that are intended to protect young people appear to be backfiring. What is a better plan? Almost certainly the most effective of all would be a set of product regulations, one of which the Food and Drug Drug Administration is considering at present to require that all combustible tobacco products have nicotine levels that are not capable of sustaining addiction. In other words, impose a maximum nicotine level so low that it would not sustain addiction. At the same time, however, because there are large numbers of heavily nicotine-addicted smokers, we need to make sure that they have some novel nicotine delivery products available to them that are attractive to them as consumers that will give them the nicotine without subjecting them to the over 7,000 chemicals in cigarette smoke. Ken Warner, a retired professor and dean emeritus of the University of Michigan School of Public Health, on Skype with our Dimitri Sotos. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Tuesday morning, February 11th, 1.15. Indeed, sports time. Once again, it's Rob's turn this morning. Monday Night Football was a thriller in Kansas City as the Chiefs erased a 17-0 deficit to beat the Las Vegas Raiders 30-29. Travis Kelsey had a record night by being on the receiving end of all four Patrick Mahomes touchdown passes, telling ESPN. That man battles. He competes. You can't say too many, I mean, as many things I want to say about him. I mean, he's just someone who's obviously talented, but he loves this game, loves this city, loves this team, and he's a, he's a leader, man. He goes out there and competes. The Raiders fell to 1-4, and four, tied with the Commanders for the worst record in the league at a time when the rest of the NFC East is all the way at the top of the league standings. So listen to Ron Rivera's answer to this question. Why do you think the teams in the division are farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. Wait, you mean you're already regretting the Carson Wentz deal? No, I got no regrets about their quarterback. I think our quarterback has done some good things. There's been a couple of games that he struggled. But you look at his numbers from yesterday, and he was okay. Look at his numbers he's had throughout the year. There was a time he was very solid, and then we had the unfortunate Philadelphia game, and he struggled a little bit in the Dallas game, but the way he performed yesterday, it just shows you what he's capable of, and we chose him because we believe him. Rivera's seat has to be boiling hot because his 1-4 record matches his successor in Carolina, Matt Rule, who was fired Monday in the midst of his third straight losing season. The Wizards won their penultimate preseason game, 116-107 in Charlotte. Ankle injuries cut the night short for the Hornets' mellow ball and the Wizards' Kristaps Porzingis, who led the Wiz with 20 points and three rebounds before his second quarter exit. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob. As always, 117 Tuesday morning on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you, Russia this week fired more than 80 cruise missiles into Ukrainian cities during Monday morning's rush hour, killing civilians, knocking down power and heat with widespread air attacks. Russia says the attacks were in retaliation for an attack on a strategic bridge. Here at home, D.C. Officer Michael Fanon secretly recording conversations, we're told, with lawmakers months after he was brutally attacked on January 6th. He is revealing details of the conversations in a new book about his experiences. Thousands of D.C. students who are not up to date on their vaccines are up against a deadline today that will require them to stay out of class until they are. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. It's 117, nearly two months into the new school year. Thousands of D.C. students, like we said, are not up to date on routine vaccinations. We've got more on that now for you. Tuesday's deadline for pre-K through fifth graders to be caught up on routine vaccinations comes as over 23,000 kids across the city aren't up to date. City officials have doubled down, saying students not in compliance would not be allowed to go to school. They have a two-week grace period for upcoming appointments or paperwork pending approval. 6th through 12th grade students have to be caught up by early November. D.C. Health has partnered with Children's National to operate vaccine clinics across the city from now until next month. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, October 11th. Welcome to WTOP at 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, Rich Hunter's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, good news. Uh, down in Woodbridge, the crash that was on northbound 123 just before the light at Devil's Reach Road. That crash cleared. All lanes have been reopened. Delays are quickly easing. Now, on 66 eastbound, they are working first between 29 Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway. Single right lane gets you by. Then as you approach Route 50, exit 57, the right lane and the off-ramp to the exits to both east and westbound, six, uh, westbound 50, I should say, Closed by the works, and you're diverted further east to 123 to work your way back again. Uh, that is a new uh, a long exit again at 50 that takes you to both ramps. But again, that is closed tonight because of the road work. Now, further east as you head east of Nutley Street toward the Beltway, if you're continuing through uh, toward Falls Church, 
Again, single file left, get you by. If you need to exit onto the outer loop of the bell, where you squeeze by to the far right. And don't forget the ramp to the inner loop is closed this part of this work zone, so no access there as a result. Uh, in the district and northwest, the stretch of M Street and Georgetown closed between 34th Street and Bank Alley as a result of a crash. Again, traffic redirected each way as a result. Uh, Bellway Adeloupe headed south to the American Legion Bridge toward Georgetown Pike. Two left lanes get you by. Adeloupe at 66. The work zone blocks the right lane and the off-ramp to go east on 66 as part of that work. And then on the Adeloupe between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road, two right lanes past the bridge work. Silver Diner's fall menu will warm you up. Try their apple pie stuffed French toast or their plant-based oat, oat milk pancakes with blueberries. Learn more at silverdiner.com. Silver Diner. Eat well, be well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Looks like we've got a lot more sunshine on our Tuesday. Starting off on another cool note, temperatures in the 40s for the most part outside the Beltway. As you make your way through the afternoon, upper 60s to low 70s, so a gorgeous day again. Going 73 in the city on Wednesday, another great day. High temperature around 73, although we will see more cloud cover during the afternoon, although still going to be a really nice afternoon. On Thursday, though, that's when the rain moves in, and we could see a Quite a bit of it. A quarter inch to an inch of rain. Area-wide highs near 70. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 53 degrees of Reagan National this morning. 51 BW by Marshall. 45 at Dulles. And right now we're looking at 50 degrees straight up in our nation's capital. Tuesday morning, 1 a.m. hour, October 11th, 2022. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn, the plumber. From Washington to Kiev. Updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. 24-7-365-103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The latest is moments away on WTOP. Stay with us. The average home sells for over the asking price. And with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your own old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two, Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through VeraHeal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. VeraHeal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Veraheel.com. This is WTOP News. It's October 11th. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 1.23. Glad you're with us this early morning. Latest now on the war. President Joe Biden speaking this week with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. 
at a very important G7 meeting coming up later today, this Tuesday, to discuss responses. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green this morning with how this can actually help Ukraine. This is going to put pressure on a couple of G7 countries that promised weapons to Ukraine but haven't given them to them at this point. And it's going to help Ukraine continue what it's been doing since its counteroffensive started in September. We uh, go, you know, step by step, village by village, liberating uh, our cities and, and villages in the south and Kherson region, in Luhansk region and the east. We already liberated Kharkiv Oblast. In the Kharkiv region, uh, and uh, that means they do not have any other tools other than sand missiles and these Iranian drones. Yevhenia Kravchuk is a Ukrainian member of parliament. Ukraine shot down half of everything that Russia threw at them, 83 missiles and 24 drones. And according to them, they did it with all old equipment. So if they get the new equipment that they need, this could change the game up again. So, J.J., what should we expect from Russia? They're going to do more of this. They're going to keep doing these kinds of attacks. Putin's predecessor, Dmitry Medvedev, warned on social media that the strikes, which disrupted water and electricity across Ukraine, were only, quote, the first episode. A person in Ukraine said we were sleeping when we heard the first explosion. But what Medvedev is saying, they were sleeping, but they were planning this while they were sleeping. So the bottom line on this, a lot of people were sleeping on Russia being able to do this. Didn't think that Russia could do this again after so many embarrassments and so many setbacks for Russia. And what Medvedev is saying, expect more of this and expect it more often. With the very latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP's own national security correspondent J.J. Green Talking there with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. For the time now is 125. Money News. We bring you each half hour at 25 and 55. A preview this Tuesday, October 11th of your business day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. A nationwide rail strike is again a possibility as soon as next month. Members of the Teamsters Union Division have rejected a tentative contract brokered in part last month by President Biden. It is one of 12 unions that need to approve the deal. Four others have. Seven have not yet voted. A strike can occur no sooner than November 19th. Is the U.S. headed for recession? J.P. Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon thinks we are, probably by the middle of next year. While the economy is doing well for now, he says serious headwinds will likely cause a downturn, adding that a recession has already come to Europe. Pro-Russian hackers are claiming credit for a series of disruptions that temporarily knocked the websites of some U.S. airports offline. Affected airports included New York's LaGuardia, LAX in California, and Des Moines, Iowa. The FAA's air traffic website showed no sign of any flight disruptions. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. At Diamonds Direct, we're so proud of our value and our selection. But what's most important is our service to you. Our focus has never been to make a sale. It's always about making a friend for life, welcoming you to our family, and taking care of you through all of life's journeys and celebrations. It's why we provide the most transparent education in our industry, helping you make the smartest purchase every time. It's why we offer free cleaning, free sizing, free maintenance for life with any purchase. It's why we're happy to buy your diamond back at a price that's 10% more than you paid us when you're ready to upgrade. It's why in honor of Bosses Day this weekend, we're honoring you, our most important boss. 